This is Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Broadcasting live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving weekend. How was Thanksgiving, York? Absolutely fantastic. What yeah, a, what plenty a weekend, of stuffing. Huh? I had stuffing for three more days. Did you? Yeah. It was I ate great. an entire sweet potato pie between Thursday morning and uh, Saturday shot. night. I had a friend's silk pie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it took me about four days to finish yeah. it, and then Jake the had thing. a couple of pieces, too. Yeah. Now I got a cherry pie. Oh, Tart boy. cherry pie know, well, in pie the fringe. Season. It's got two pieces taken out of it already, but, man, I'm telling you. Hoo-hoo cherry pie. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious from Warren. Good so, friends at Warren. Uh, there's a lot going on here, right? Week 12 in yeah. the NFL almost done. The Bears lose again. They've now lost five in a row. It's Packer week. Who knows who the quarterbacks are going to be? If I had to guess right now, I'd say it'll be Simeon again versus, I think, Aaron Rodgers. I'm he guessing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think they'll let him keep playing. Could be Jordan Love, though. Maybe. It could be the, the battle Peterman of the versus Love. It could be Simeon versus I Love. It. I don't think it's going to be Justin Fields. I love Peterman. I mean, that's yeah. the game that could be had. I heart Peterman. I Jordan heart Peterman. Love and Nathan Peterman. I, I mean, love Peterman. I love this thing. I don't think we're going to love that game very much. No. Well, I didn't like the one we just played. No, so I, I, I have a feeling I'm not going to like this one on the lakefront. I mean, is there a chance the Bears can muster up some sort of effort and do something? Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure yeah. there is. The Green Bay's not a good team. Green Bay's 4-8, and eight, folks. They're not a good football the, team. The, the best chance the, the Chicago Bears have in that game is before the ball is kicked. Then yeah. after that, every minute that's played is a better chance for Green Bay to come and crush the Chicago Bears. Unless maybe Jordan Love does play. Although he looked good in a few of his throws last night. Crowd telling you, man, if they can get Christian Watson to just hold on to the football, yeah. that's a big if when you're a wide receiver, it's right. kind of important. His athleticism, you wonder why they like teams fell in love with him. He's he's a freak. He is an absolute physical freak. They just gotta get him to hold on to the ball. He's a freak. Yeah, he's a freaky D. Lady Godiva. I mean, like some freaks are live, but you vet your liva. You don't remember that song. I don't remember it's that. Old song. school rap right there. Yeah. Yeah. You got me on that. Dear Yvette. Yeah. You, <laughs> of the whole Yvette stream back in the day. Yes. Yeah, but either way, Jordan Speaking Love. French right uh, uh, hey, Jordan Love, athletic. Well, Christian Watson. Dynamic. Like, oh, Christian Watson. That's what yeah. I, mean. I mean, he's but, just a yeah. freak. Yeah. Well, listen, you had to throw to somebody, right? Yeah. Trey Lance had to throw to somebody. What Carson you, you know, Carson Wentz yeah. had to throw to people when he was there. Was he got six touchdowns in the last three games, I think, or something? Yeah. Right? Does, like, all yeah. of a sudden, he's come to life. Well, all of a sudden, it clicked for him. Remember when yeah. I say things slow down for you? Yep. All of a sudden, it did. It clicked for him. Maybe you're right. And when it clicks, he could be one of those guys that you want to take, like, in the third, fourth round next year. You get a chance to say, Christian Watson. Uh, yeah. A yeah, player that'd like be that. the guy that you'd want. Dynamic of course, playmaker. you don't play fantasy football anymore. No. But you've got to find that guy in this year's draft. Yes, you do. Sky Moore, how's Sky Moore doing? He's good. He can't hold on to a punt, just uh, like Bayless another Jones. guy. Another guy can't hold on to the football. But I'd like to have him. I mean, I like his skill set. Did, did, did you see the play with the Bears yesterday, where they kept fumbling the ball? Yes. So the, the ball gets fumbled on the uh, short snap for the field goal. The ball gets away. The Bears picked it up two, three times, and they yeah. fumbled it back every single time. Ultimately ruled an incomplete pass. Right, which was the right call. Right, I believe it was. Yeah, yes, it was probably the right call. Two hand shovel. I thought it was weird. They like went to. Break without there, and you were like, "Wait a minute, that's an odd time to go to break." What? Whose ball is it? Right. I'm like, really? Whose ball is it? Like is it like, complete or is it incomplete? Right. I didn't know. 
Yeah, yeah. we've got two uh, two that just stopped by. Two young viewers stopping yes. by to see who's winning. Portugal, Uruguay in the yes. fifth minute right now. Yes. But the minute they saw the soccer game on, they stopped in their tracks, Carm. Oh, well. And they came to the front because you know why? It's World Cup it's time. It's the beautiful game. It is World Cup time. It is the beautiful game. We went to break with news of, yes, uh, of Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu, according to Bob Nightingale, is on the verge of signing a free agent deal with the Houston Astros. For how much do you think? I have no What's idea. What's he going to sign? Any details on that? Million, Twelve million, fourteen million. What uh, do we not, got? Not yet, Carm. Is no it a one-year deal? Is it a year and a half? One year with an option? What no are idea. these particulars? Somebody get a hold of Jesse. Um, Somebody wake Jesse up and uh, let's find out Jesse, what's going on. Jesse was all over the news yesterday that the White Sox added Mike Clevenger. I like that deal, by the way. I think it's a nice depth, you know, piece for your rotation. I really appreciate what Johnny Cueto did for the White Sox last year. Yeah, I mean, without him, it would have looked even worse. Right, it would have been worse. You know? than it was. And like, but I think you caught lightning in a bottle, and I don't know that you just want to run that back. Let's I think go. they're doing the, the the wise thing, and you know, Clevenger now another year removed from the Tommy John. Hopefully, gets back to pre Tommy John surgery with some of the hard stuff and some of the strikeout numbers. I know we've seen a dip, but I think that's a good move. Um, Jose Abreu, like. Uh, he'll be remembered here very fondly. I, I mean, I got nothing but love for Jose Abreu. Yeah. Did, did, am I upset that the White Sox are losing him? I'm really not. Uh, and nobody gets that. I, I'm in the minority. I understand it. Uh, You've I got a they, backlog. You've got a backlog. And, and You've got and, a backlog. And as he gets older, and eventually the skills start to diminish a little, he's still a very polished hitter. I mean, the guy can hit. He's always been able to hit. He's got a great eye. He's got good plate coverage. He can hit. You've got like, to explain to me. The, the power is going to, at some point, the power is going to go away. And maybe we just started to see the beginning of that this year with the low home run total. He had the uh, uh, the lowest barrel percentage that he's had, like in six seasons, I think, this last year, or five seasons. I mean, at some point, the power is going to go away and, and the skills diminish. It's just natural. And I, I don't mind that they're letting him go because they do have a backlog there. And that's fine. What do I have to explain? No, to no, it's it's all right. I, I I thought you were gonna have to explain I don't something. I don't about... like want to break bad on Jose Abreu. I don't, you know, I don't mean to do that, but I, I also don't think it's the end of the world that right. they're losing him. Right, that's money saved. Um, you know, that was already off the books. I don't know what you're going to give Clevenger. How much you're going to spend on him? That was, I think a one year guarantee. And I don't know how much else you have to spend to go ahead and shore up some things that need to be shorn up. I don't think they're spending. Bupkis. I mean, just other than here, little bits. So until Giolito gets drafted or until somebody gets, I mean, uh, drafted, traded, traded, until somebody gets traded, you've got nothing to deal with then. Carmen, it's a three-year uh, contract. That's what Bob Nightingale said. Does once have, it's finalized. Does he have numbers or no? No, he says it, once it's finalized, okay. it'll be a three-year contract. Three-year deal. Oh, boy. I wonder if Rakan's smiling today. I mean, that's what's oh. important. Is Rick smiling? That's all I really And what, do they about. want him to DH mostly, I would imagine, right? I mean, where, where is he going to play down there? I mean, Alvarez plays a lot of left in DHs. So he'll split times DHing. Will he place him first? I don't know what Gur- is Gurriel. Gurriel is Gurriel a free agent? I thought he's a free agent. So is Gurriel? Are they are they replacing Gurriel with Abreu? Is that why they're? Is that what they're doing, Mark? I'll take a look. Yeah, take a look and see uh, of where they uh, they plan to slot him in, or maybe they'll just continue to play Alvarez a lot in the outfield and let Jose be their full time DH. I don't know. Be interesting to see how that goes. All right, back to some Bears conversation. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Matt's in Streamwood. Hey, Matt. Hey, Carm. Hey, Yurko. Thanks for taking my phone call, and I hope you guys had a good holiday. You too, man. May I ask you, Yurko, regarding Luke Getze, at what point do we just say this is the Luke Getze offensive system regarding in passing? I believe Trevor Simeon was at 120 yards at 1450 in the second quarter, and like I heard you say yesterday, I think he had, what, 48 yards for the last 45 minutes of the yep. game? Yep. And then once again, like in the third quarter, Yurko, we come right out of halftime, 
and Pettis doesn't know where to line up, so we had to take a timeout early in the third quarter. And once again, they have seven blockers, to and the and Robinson only had four rushing, and they still get to Trevor Simeon. So at what point do we just say this is the Luke Getzey system? Is that we're always going to be at 160 or 170 passing yards? It's just that's just it. Oh boy! All right, Matt. Well, thanks. What do you? I don't. Not, what do you not today. That's not when I'm doing it. I'm not no, doing it today. I'm God. not doing it tomorrow. I hope not. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it at the end of next year when I've got to make a decision on the quarterback. That's when I'll do it. I, I don't think. I, I don't think this is as much to do with his play calling as it is to do with just there's still a lot of youth and experience and not a lot of talent on this offense. An old line that they've kind of pieced together that's not very good. Well, you know, right? 54, I mean, 54 plays. How, how do you judge anything really with fifty four plays? Not a lot. They ran the ball twenty or they passed the ball twenty five times. They ran it twenty nine times. So you know, what what am I what am I judging exactly? The Bears, believe it or not, they're even, not even if they threw for ten yards an attempt, it would only be two hundred fifty yards. Fifty yards. See? They can't get to three hundred yards of offense. I told you, it's the fifth time they failed to get to three hundred yards of offense. And more than That's any, crazy. more than anything, once games start getting away, they realize the only way to even keep them close is we've got to run the ball. Like, Think about this. And I that's know. where they're at right now. We have to run the ball. Patrick, it's the only thing we can do. And, and it's silly to – it's the only thing. I know, Yerk, and it's silly to make these comparisons sometimes. But just to, like, to reiterate how far they have to go, the Bears, for a fifth time this season, did not have 300 yards of total offense. Do you realize Patrick Mahomes is throwing for, like, 330 yards a game on his own? Like, I, like, think about it. They For a fifth time in 12 tries, they don't have 300 yards in 2022. It's almost impossible. Believe it or not, they're not dead last in expected points via the pass. They're actually 30th. Carolina's 31st. Maybe this doesn't surprise anybody because the two teams that could be worse than the Bears. Are uh, worse are, than the Bears. Yeah. Although Carolina's defense keeps them in games. Right. Uh, the Bears are 30th. The Panthers are 31st. Their offense, for the most part, whether it was... Baker or uh, P.J. Uh, has just stunk. Darnold was okay yesterday. And then this won't shock anybody. Houston's dead last. Yeah. And expected points via the pass. But uh, the Bears have, I bet you the Bears have the fewest yards by a wide. Now, they've already had their bye, too. They've, or they haven't had their bye, um, which makes this even worse. They're dead last, and they haven't even had their bye yet. They've played every game that's you know uh, available on the NFL schedule. Right. And they're dead last by 300 yards. And they'll be dead last by more than 300 once they get there by in two weeks from now. 300 yards! Yeah. They're dead last! Now, I don't think it's the Luke Getzey offense. I think it's this offense doesn't have a lot of talent. It took six weeks to figure out how to best use Justin Fields. You know, like, I, I think that's how you explain it. But when we tell you that this is no way to play football going forward. You, you you can't just have Justin run for 200 yards. You can't expect to win that way. Well, he's not going to last. It's not going to happen. He's not going to last. When we tell you that this passing offense has such a long way to go, this is what we're talking about. You have to be at some point more dynamic in your passing game. You will not win in the NFL without being dynamic in your passing game. You, you can, will not. Your quarterback cannot run the ball 225 yards. No. I mean 225 times a season. Okay, that's that's you know that's like fourteen rushes a game. You're toast. You, you're going to get your quarterback hurt. He's going to get injured, whether you like it or not. He's going to end up getting injured. So you know the ability to pass, the ability to make the throws, the ability, the willing to pull the trigger. That's what you're looking for. All right, that's what everybody is looking for. We'll wait. We'll wait patiently. We've got time. You don't have to make any decisions here. 
You're not picking a quarterback with the second pick this year. No. You believe you've got your guy, but you also understand that your guy's got to develop a little bit more. That's where you're at with him, and that's fine. I can live with that. I'm, I'm living with it. Your Bears calls on a Bears Monday as they slip to 3-9 and nine in what is turning into a painful rebuilding year. Uh, yesterday was tough, at least when Justin's on the field. It gives you something exciting to watch. But yesterday was one of those games. It's like, oof, when's it going to be over? 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. We're just a few short days away from December, Yurko, and you know what's happening December 1st. I can't wait for this event. This Thursday night, December 1st. That's the first day that I open up my Advent calendar. That's true, too. I have my Adventures Club bourbon Advent calendar. Got it. uh, Got it this weekend. Very excited about that. I can tell. Um, I can tell how excited you are. I can't wait. You're all giddy. December 1st is a station event that uh, we don't do events like this very often where we're all there together. Really looking forward to Thursday night. We are all going to be at the Binnie's in Lincoln Park. We are. You know how much we love Binnie's in the tasting room. Black and Abdallah will do their show live from 6 to 8, and we will be sampling. It's open to the public. We will be sampling the barrels that we picked with a few whiskey up in Evanston. Everybody's invited. Everyone's invited. That's the time to get, you know, our barrel, the Carmen and Yurko barrel, the limited amount of bottles that are going to be available, the best by far. Each barrel yielded, I think, somewhere between about 120 and 135 bottles, something like that. That's it. So there are not a lot of these. These are all single barrel whiskeys. That means they come from one barrel we each picked from a, uh, a big variety that few put out for us. We had 10 different barrels that we tasted through. And these barrels are going to be on sale for the very first time at Benny's this Thursday. Black and Abdallah will do the show live. There's going to be some food there. And you can come by and taste some delicious few whiskey. And we are really looking forward to it. And we're all going to be there. Waddle Sylvie, Cap and Hoodie, uh, Black and Abdallah. So join us from 6 to 8, Benny's in Lincoln Park. What a way to uh, kick off the, the, the weekend and start with us on Thursday night going into December. We're going to have a ball. Yes, we will. We're going to have you some You guys ready to there. have your barrel uh, not be uh, grabbed up uh, quickest? Mine you guys was, ready for oh, the, the L you'll take on this yeah, one? I'm not worried about that, guys. Listen, mine, right. mine was voted uh, in the competition. Blind, I, I think there's going to be a, a, the blind, blind taste test. Yeah. Mine finished second in the blind taste test mine in the summer. Mine finished last. In the summer, <laughs> it finished last. Mine finished second. But my bottle sold out the first. Oh, did it? Yes, they did. Well, look at you, big shooter. Well, it's all about uh, marketing. See, at it's that about point. marketing, Carl. It's about marketing it's what at we're that here point, for. guys. Well, I have a feeling with the power of Yurko as a marketer and with our palates combined to pick yeah. the barrel that we picked, and ours should by go far, first. By far. Yeah. And I'll be hanging cherries on ours because yeah, that's yeah. what we got a nice hint of. Oh, it's delicious. Carm, whew. Those cherry, that cherry flavor that we have, that love note, that. oh my heavens. I love a good cherry note. You guys had the leather too, right? Well, I think there was a little leather in it. I got to go back and look at our notes. There's not a thing Carmen does that doesn't involve leather. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I, not I, one I, thing he does. I don't, I, I don't mind it. it. Yeah. So it's, what's wrong with leather? Nice. Nothing wrong leather. with leather. Chase on the south side has a football question for Yurko. Go ahead, Chase. Chase! Hey! What's going on, Chase? What up? What, what's up, uh, Mr. Carmen Zeta Falco? What's up, man? We're doing up, good, Chase. We're doing good. <laughs> hey, hey, Yurko, I got a question for you. Right? Yeah. This is something that I don't yes. understand why teams... And, like, okay, so you know how when it's towards the end of the quarter, right? Yes. And 
you know, a team snaps the ball and they instead of them just snapping it, they'll let the they'll let the quarter end. I, I don't understand why why because I noticed the Bears was doing that where they was moving the football, they was getting a rhythm, and Simeon just let he, he's in a rhythm. He was in a groove. The offense was in a rhythm. They had the defense on the heels, and then they let that clock expire to the end of the quarter. And then it's like I don't understand why. And, I, and it's not just the Bears do that. I see a lot of yeah, teams do that teams. where they let the they'll let the quarter go to like the next quarter. Yep. And I feel like you what you do is you allow the defense to get set. And then you allow them to bring in a substitution. And I don't understand why those teams do that a lot. Why they just don't just speed it up. Like, why are you letting sometimes, the court all the way in? Like, sometimes I don't, I don't understand The that. call comes in from the sideline. And sometimes the coach looks at it and says, you know what? Let the quarter run. We'll, because they we'll want start more time to we'll start anew, develop a play. Develop a play. You know, think about a play or and or think about the personnel that you want to all use. Right. So there so you go, just, yeah. just so the, the coach will sit there and tell you, hey, let the quarter run, out, run out. Go to the line of scrimmage. Don't do anything. We'll let it run out, and then uh, we'll go about the business of getting started again. Yeah, okay, I think because it affords them the opportunity to huddle together for free. You're not burning a timeout. The yeah. quarter's ending, and you get to huddle and maybe come up with a better plan. I the good teams, teams never make a mistake in that situation. The bad ones always seem to do it. You know, they line up wrong coming out of the timeout or the quarter. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, that's, that's the, the worst teams. thing in the world. Right. Or you get the illegal procedure penalty for no reason. The illegal motion seems to be very popular. That can't happen. Yeah. Dan's in Arlington Heights on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dan. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, good afternoon. Danny, Carmen and I've never called a, a radio show in my life that uh, listen to you guys in the afternoon, which is a lot of free time with lunch and stuff. I've, I'm a retired NFL scout. It's not Dan Shanka, uh, and is I it? Was, pardon me? Not Dan Shanka, is it? No. All right. Shanka's I, I know NFL Dan Shanka, yes. but yeah, I'm, yeah it's, it, I'm not him. Okay. But anyway, I'd like to reiterate a couple things that uh, Carmen and you, you guys have said. Uh as you know, not to be redundant, this is a very bad team. Yeah, there's no talent in this team at all. Fundamentally, uh, structurally, you know this this is and it's just a it's a recipe for disaster, especially when you got to score thirty points and you run your quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get him hurt, especially if you think he's your he's your franchise quarterback. You can duke and dunk and do stuff like that, but uh, people talk about blocking. You got to remember on your tackles, tackles are blocked by angles. And if your quarterback's going to keep dropping back and roll left and right, well, he, the tackles are blocking him right into their quarterback. Hmm. He's got to learn to step up, and his anticipation's got to be much better throwing the ball. I've been to two games, and the Atlanta game, he, he's missed a lot of receivers by anticipation. If you know where the guy's going, whether it's a hook or a go route or he's slanting in, you've got to throw to the point that you think he's going to be there. You just can't. If he's wide open, I'm going to throw the ball. Right. You just can't play football that way. Not in the NFL. Not, not at this level. I agree. I mean, that's their one thing that we want to see get better. I think that's why yeah. he needs to keep playing. We've said it a million times. Can't be afraid to throw it into a tight window or throw guys open in the end. You're down to 23 games to be able to, to judge well, that. When you talk, and then, you know, polls. You guys mentioned polls, and a lot of callers are calling what he's going to do. He's, he had no choice. When you got no cap room, you got no, you got no cap, you got to make some type of moves and it may not be favorable yeah. for a year but you got to strip it down yeah because you had no no cap room no yeah. draft picks no nothing if he gets a third of the second pick it's easy money that he will trade as much as he can yeah. for that for those picks especially he will get they, more yeah, picks. especially and i know this it's not is like a very totally... very deep draft yeah when it comes to linemen edge rushers tackles this is a very good draft and, and you don't need the top two to have 
But the more picks he gets, the more he needs. Because he needed, I heard Yurko say when I, when I first turned on your show, you do need a lockdown corner. Oh, of course. Johnson is not what he, what he wants to get paid in next year. He's not worth it. The position the Bears he's not are going to be one in. And one and, yeah, he's not a he's not a shutdown corner. Right. The position the Bears are going to be in is is I think going to be uh, a, a a good one because uh, even though it maybe is not the richest quarterback class, uh, all you need is to get that buzz going and get teams eager to get up, whether it's Levis, Stroud, whatever it is, and and fight over one of those quarterbacks. You're picking second. You could be uh, in a real position of power. Dan, thanks for checking, and we appreciate it. And I think you're right on polls. He had no other choice. He had an old roster that wasn't particularly good. That costs a lot of money, and he had no draft picks. And he looked at it, yeah, probably two weeks on the job, and said, "Uh oh, we got to reset the whole thing." Yeah, this is no good. Nope, got to strip it down to the studs, and that's right? What, and is that, that what you said. And now they're three and nine. Strip it down to the studs, absolutely. And even with being devoid of talent, as Dan pointed out, they were still in a position to win a lot of games. They were very competitive for a long they, period they, of time. Been competitive in a and lot, and they would have been more competitive with Justin Fields there, but he wasn't there. And so you get the thirty-one ten result that you had. Dave and Crown Point also wanted to talk about the end of quarters. What's going on, Dave? Dave. Hey guys, uh, I'm sixty-five years old. My my wife gave me a card, still alive at sixty-five. So I've watched a lot of football games in my day. It irritates the hell out of me because every play means something. There's twenty seconds left in a quarter. Go up and try to get that hard count and get that team to jump off sides because those five yards might make a difference between a ball game of winning and losing it. And I don't know why teams just go and waste those 20 well, seconds. I think it teams, irritates me. I think a lot of times they do try to do that. And they, like Yurko said, the call could come in from the coach, don't snap it, but they still try to draw teams off sides. And then they want that free timeout to go ahead and maybe – Think of maybe a different play, a better play, different personnel. And time is never of the essence until right before the half and right before the end of the game. That's when time is of the essence. Uh, yeah, in terms of not letting the clock Otherwise, run out, all right, let's not do anything fast. Yeah. We don't have yeah, to. But I, Why don't we just let this thing go into the quarter and we'll start new, you know, or start fresh from the other way. Let's go to uh, Eddie on the north side on ESPN 1000. What's up, Eddie? Yeah, but the thing about the dad is every time these past two, three years, 26, 32, 40 seconds left at the end of the game, the team always marches down and he gets the field goal or a touchdown to win the game. It's like, why don't these teams during the game just take that attitude towards one time they get a possession and not let the defense off the field, let them huff and puff, not bring in guys? And maybe they will score more touchdowns, All right. but you don't see it. If it's you're insane, talking about you know? a no-huddle offense, then you can run your no-huddle or that sugar huddle near the line of scrimmage. You can go ahead and do that if you want to get the defense huffing and puffing and doing that. But getting one extra play in before the quarter yeah. where everybody's going to get a break yeah. doesn't necessarily mean getting that one extra play is going to do a lot for me. I've never heard this yeah, argument I, before. i got to be honest. This I, is a new one for me. Yeah, fresh for me. <laughs> Another thing, boys, is I try to bet the Bengals to win the Super Bowl because when you guys were talking about it a couple of weeks back, they look good now. He's, no, he's, he's rearing he's up Burrow, he, and he's getting his guys back. They stud. might be in the Super Bowl this year. He, Again. Uh, he, he Eddie, thanks. He's, he's ridiculous. Um and it was, remember, if you go back to our preview show, the only reason I picked the Bengals as the final team in, in the AFC, I said verbatim, is because I don't want to bet against Joe Burrow. He is, I tweeted yesterday, he's got the same wallet as Jules from Pulp Fiction. He's a bad mother, you know yeah, one. That's bad, it. Bad he's, un, he's unbelievable. 
He is everything you hope a franchise quarterback number one. Joe was number one overall, wasn't he, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow is number he's, one. He's absolutely, positively everything you hope for when you draft a quarterback number one overall. And I know. I know everyone loves Josh Allen. But Burrow has outplayed Allen now in back-to-back seasons. I think Mahomes and Burrow are the two best quarterbacks in the league. I think you might be right. I think Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, they're all in that conversation. Look, Tua's impressed me, to be honest. I did not expect this from Tua. So I think Tua's been good. Jalen Hurts is obviously playing great, and he's got unbelievable talent around him. He's got the best offensive line in football, and that helps. But I don't think there's anybody better than Mahomes in Burrow right now. Right. I don't. I probably agree with Chris. And, I, I still think Allen's pretty special. But Mahomes' like, stats are kind of gaudy. Mahomes too. is Mahomes is here. Kind right? of gaudy? I, mean, I, know, I know Philly Sid doesn't want to hear it, but I just don't buy Philly. I don't buy it. I, Ooh. Well, I, I, I just another don't thing buy I had said all offseason, remember what I told you? I said they've got a championship roster. It all comes down to the quarterback. And he's played pretty well. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I can see I, where I you're just, coming from, I but I think they're going. Yeah, I just don't buy him. Sorry. All I need is for them to – I'm going to win all my Philly bets. I, I I didn't bet them to win the Super Bowl, foolishly maybe, but I have over. That's already hit. I have. I hope I win the division, but I think I will, and I have them to make the playoffs. I mean, I, two of those three are locked, uh, obviously, and I'm, I, I feel good about the third one too. So I was all over Philly for a reason in the summer. I think their roster is championship caliber. I, really I know, do. but if and I'm taking everybody well. else and taking Philadelphia, I think I'm better off with everybody else. Well, I think because there's some teams in the AFC, I think. First and foremost, like. I don't know if they make it out of the NFC as a champion. They might well, not. What was the conversation yesterday or last night during the game? If you take the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the 49ers, mm. and you chop up those four teams, can you really pick a favorite? No. Could or like could you see all four of those teams getting to the Super Bowl? Uh, and I think the answer is yeah. You you probably could. Uh, you could definitely make an. I may the only one I would have a hard time making an argument for Minnesota is Minnesota. Yep. I make an argument for the other Statistically, three. Statistically, it doesn't add up to their record. No. I make a good argument for the other three, for the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. In a sort of a wide open, not quite as strong NFC, I make a compelling argument for any of those three teams. I, there's there's no healthy. compelling argument for anything in the South. No, that's for damn sure. But yeah, Burroughs just, it's, you, it's, you watch him and you go, yeah, all right, this is, this is it. That's just what he is. He is that good. He has ascended. He's doing it without Jamar Chase the last couple of weeks to go on the road and win like that. Uh, boneheaded penalty by Tennessee. You don't expect to see that from a Mike Vrabel coach team. I don't know if they would have scored a touchdown to tie it anyway, York. They might not have, but they didn't even give themselves a chance on a simple special teams penalty that everybody on that special team unit knows about. You cannot go back into the center like that on a field goal. You can't do it. We're up against the break, but, man, next week's schedule in the NFL. We had clunker games all week. Looking next good. week's schedule something special. When you say next week, you mean this week. Yeah, this yeah, upcoming this week upcoming is really week. Gotcha. good. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, we can talk about it. More of your phone calls are coming up, too. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko is uh, looking at the week... 12 slate, uh, I'm sorry, week 13 slate of games That's coming up right. this weekend. And it starts Thursday with a good showdown between the Bills and the Patriots in New England. It's a beauty. Yep. You got uh, Giants and Commanders in New York. Be a big game for division standings, playoff standings. Eagles 
playing the Titans. That's interesting, even though it's a non-conference game. Well, I mean, game. It's, Tennessee's schedule doesn't get any easier, man. No. It seems like Tennessee just keeps playing a stud after a stud after yep. a stud. Yep. What else is good this week? 49ers-Dolphins is good? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one at San Francisco. It's Mike that's, McDaniel going back to San Fran. Exactly. They're going to see who can beat who. Yep. And we'll see if it's like uh, um, Kyle Shanahan, all the guys that come in trying to beat them, whether they can or they can't. Yep. You guys mentioned the AFC uh, championship rematch. Kansas City, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yep. Next okay. game on the slate. Yep. And that's uh, that Cincinnati is a home, do- short home dog three, in that game. Three twenty-five, three hundred five, three twenty-five. The afternoon slate's going to be fantastic. Man, am I glad I'm stuck here. We're talking about the Bears with Peggy, <laughs> with backup quarterbacks Jeez, possibly playing. Boy, I love it, Yerk. L.A. Vegas, at least the nighttime one. New Orleans, Tampa. It's for the battle of the lead. That's Even though Monday they're night. four yeah. and eight, yeah, mm-hmm. four and eight and five and seven, That's or brutal. four and eight and five and six, four and eight, five and six, yeah, brutal. I mean, Tampa, Tampa had first of all they came off by. We're going to talk about our players uh, of the weekend in a minute here. They're, they came off by. He had a fourth quarter lead against Cleveland. They were up seven on Cleveland here. Do you know what they did on their last four drives before desperation at the end? Where I don't even know what they were doing. They didn't call a timeout. They sort of they got a chunk play, and then there were like twelve seconds left. It was like, what are you doing? You know what they did on their their four drives leading up to the the end of the game after they had a seven point lead? Punt, 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 punt. You nailed it. Fifteen plays for twenty nine yards. Fifteen for twenty nine. Less than two Fifth, yards. Less of than play. two yards of play. 15 plays, 29 yards. They let the Browns tie it, and then they let the Browns get an explosive play down near the goal line. Uh, late in overtime on the Browns' second possession, I think it was, and then Nick Chubb punched it, in, and they lost. Uh, the Bucks just don't have it this year. No. And now they've lost Tristan Wirfs. They're saying it's in high ankle sprint. That's going to be weeks. That'll be a month. He, he was carted off the field. Yeah, he was carted off. I mean, I mean he, didn't walk on, like uh, he didn't walk off on his own accord. Brady didn't look good yesterday. Like it's just not coming together for them. It's it's. There's, I don't think there's going to be any like magical run coming together. Did you see the guy that did the uh, the, the crypto thing that, that ripped everybody off? Yes. Did you see the commercial that Tom Brady, Tom and, Brady and did at a thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah, vouching for his Tom, good buddy. Tom Brady was doing the commercials for a while, right? The FTX is that the one? Yeah, he was an investor in it. Yeah, and the guy was basically like, was it not really a Ponzi scheme? But or, oh no, or oh, was it's it a little bit close? Yeah, yeah I close. mean, what, I, vaguely what what I understand took place is <clears throat> so they're selling Bitcoin, right? Cryptocurrency, right, right. yeah, they're selling, and up. they're taking in people's money. He started a second company that was not successful. He was using the money that people were putting into. His company to purchase crypto and he was to then fund the other company. And then when crypto started to dip, people went to take their money. They didn't out, have money. And the money wasn't there anymore because he was using it for his other company. And highly came. illegal. Uh, yeah. Seem, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Madoff is, is what comes to mind. Yes. Good Lord in heaven. Uh, I think Brady. that's a thumbnail sketch on what took place. I don't place. know, man. The way Brady chooses his friends sometimes. The other guy got sued by the FTB like twice, didn't he? I mean, uh, I think. Uh, what's the trade? Yeah, FTB, right? Federal Trade Bureau. Is that what they are? Are they the FTB? Your I, I don't know. I don't know. I think whatever they they, they the I'm government the government sued the what's the guy's name that he does the TB12 with? I'm blanking on his name. Oh, I have no idea. But you know who I'm speaking? Yeah, of. yeah Alex Guerrero. What's his name? Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, Alex Guerrero. Alex right? Guerrero. The yeah. government sued him twice. Yeah, uh, for making false claims and fell, uh, selling. NFL quarterbacks products? are like, yeah, NFL quarterbacks doing some salty things out there in the business world. Who, who Tom? Who? How do you choose your friends? 
Like, you know, I mean, come on, Tom, man. Tom, Brett. I mean, there's oh. all types of craziness going on. My guy, Brunel. My guy, Brett. I mean, really, what my is guy, My doing? guy, Brunel, had to file for bankruptcy. Oh, my so, Lord. So, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, this was way back that he filed for bankruptcy. What but are you guys in doing, like, 08, man? 09. Uh, let's talk about our Players of the Weekend, brought to you, as always, by the Pride Stores, the greatest convenience store around 15 Chicagoland locations, all family-owned and operated. There's one in Northwest Indiana, so uh, find one near you. You won't be disappointed. Who stands out, Yurk? And there's a lot to choose oh, from. Oh, man. There's football in the NFL, college. Uh, there's college basketball. I know you get uh, excited even this time here for college hoops. Soccer. I mean, who, who do you like from the weekend? Well, I mean, in a 4-1 whipping of Canada, and you know what? Who doesn't mind beating up on Canada? Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Andre Kramaric Andre wins Kramaric. my two goals for the Croats. They were down uh, one nothing early. I, I won down one nothing in the first minute of the game, wow. dare I say. And then what they did was they put on a clinical performance yes, of passing did. and skill yes. and took them down 4-1. Dare I say it could have been 7-3. Wow. I'll give the Canadians a couple more goals okay. on some of the shots they had on. But it could have been seven to three, which right. would have been just a, a beating, awesome, a beat down of biblical proportions. So Kramaric? is that Kramaric, Yeah, and that's after the coach for Canada mouthed off a little bit. Well, don't get mouthed. Got a tad bit lippy after they uh, tied Belgium. Yeah, got a tad bit lippy and dropped an f bomb on the Croats. Really? Oh yeah. Well, they remembered that. Oh yeah. Uh, wake the sleeping yep, dog. They so don't wake do that. The sleeping giant. Don't did. And if you didn't do it with your words, you did it with the first goal. Yeah. And then the, the the blank whipping happened. Mm. Merck, yeah. what do you got? All right, I'm going to go to champagne. Let's but get a golfer. Let's get a golfer. It doesn't involve any. Let's uh, get a golfer. Doesn't any uh, any college teams. Cameron Smith, by the way, did win the Australian Open. Uh, you sure I'm you don't want to give with, it to Tiger Woods for canceling on a tournament? I'm going to go with Loyola and John Holasek winning oh, his fourth championship, number four. And how about Jordan Lynch? Yeah, he won, Undefeated right? season, Mount Carmel's 14th championship. Awesome. Uh, so two amazing performances by those schools. If I can give a shout-out real quickly, this is a pretty amazing story. Yeah. Uh, Randy Sienna, I played. I didn't play, but he play, He was a star linebacker when I was at Home high school. Home Smart Flossmore. went his on to son, play at the uh, University Notre of Notre Dame. His son, he's got three sons. They're all great football players. His youngest is playing at Lincoln Way East. He was, they, they lost to Loyola. Played the entire season with a torn ACL. Oh, really? Yeah. He, yeah, but that, that, that's pretty impressive. That and he was impressive. a star linebacker on the team, Good so shout out him. to Jake Sienna. Oh, five different uh, most valuable players this week for our guy. <laughs> that's fine. That's nice good. It's all good. It's a celebration, Yurko. Celebration Black. of high school what, football. What about the other classes? We we got two yeah. of the classes. What about 6A? I know 6A. East St. Louis won again. Yeah, they, they dominated. What about they 5A? Like 57 to 7. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. What, what about 5A? I'll have to go back and look at five. Did Dwight, did Dwight Arcola or Tuscola win themselves? I believe a championship Naz won, right? Didn't Naz win its class? I thought I heard yeah. Naz won. We'll get the full list here. Yeah, right? get here's the full list. what I'll, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, if we go back to Friday, a uh, tip of the cap to the uh, U.S. American team. Totally. They went head-to-head with England with the draw, and some may were upset that they didn't win, but to go against a team like that that looked as good as they did in their first match, but then to play them, in a clean match and have a chance. And Pulisic, that's how I say it, Yerk, uh, had an Good opportunity man. off the crossbar. Oh, I mean, great. Beautiful what a beautiful strike. kick. Left-footed. So big match tomorrow. But I'll, I'll say this. For how great that was on Friday, nobody had a better weekend than Jim Harbaugh. I yeah. mean, Michigan yeah. goes uh, yeah. 28-3 to in the second half against OSU on the road, and they're trailing at halftime. I mean, come on. Two years ago, we would have never expected that nope. he could go back-to-back against nope. Ohio State. Is yeah. he still wearing khakis or is no. he out? Yeah. Yeah. He had darker pants on. Darker I mean, pants? Yeah. He's got the old-style hat. He's yeah. got the whole thing. I also talked about on Chicago's College Tailgate. 
He seemed less weird in the last two years. Thank heaven. Right? Like, somebody finally for, convinced for a minute, him. didn't well, he seem like yeah. he was out there in the wilderness? Well, he's just... out there. The problem well, is when you there. get old, and trust me, I'm 55. I don't know if Harbaugh's that much older than me, 58, 59. Uh, yeah. You get to that point where your brain starts to play some tricks on you. And when you got a microphone in front of you and your, bra- your brain's playing some tricks on you, you might say things that you don't necessarily mean just because the thoughts come to your head. I've been as, pop. I've been as big of a doubter of his uh, as anybody. I mean, the results haven't been there at Michigan. Yeah. But these last two seasons and what he did Saturday was impressive. They're guaranteed now, right? They're going to be uh, playing in a, in a, yeah, in, I mean, in a major it, game. It's like a, Purdue it, it, would it, spank them or something. I don't, I don't well, think that ain't going to happen. happen. That ain't happening. I don't think they're guaranteed. They're the second choice to win now. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with Josh Jacobs. We don't give the running backs love all the time. I mean, he had a terrific – when you have 300 yards, you yeah. should be recognized. Trust me, Jeff Brown will find a way to blow it against Jeff Michigan, even if they're close. Well. Is that the Coach there, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom, yeah. It's uh, Jeff Brom. O-H-M. No, no, it's is uh, it Brian Brom. State's no, Jeff Brom. Is it yes. Charlie? Is it uh, Charlie? Is it yeah, Tom? no, it's Jeff. It's Jeff Brom, it's the coach Jeff. of Purdue. Yeah, yes. he's talking about. Yeah, uh, but Jacob's uh, impressive game. So I'll go ahead and give it to him. There are a lot of worthy uh, candidates this week, and I agree uh, with Black what he said about uh, U.S. and Yurko said this in the office yeah, upstairs. It's the best game I've ever seen him play. Best I've ever seen. Ever I seen him very, play? I was so impressed. And the game peaked at 20 million viewers, which I think is, is really pretty nice uh, for, you know, the surging popularity of soccer and the people that do love it here. 20 million people is a big peak. Um, and I think it did. A, it was like the highest watched men's game on U.S. television ever. It averaged about 15 million viewers, which is very, very good. Still chasing now some of the ladies numbers. You, you watch a lot of uh, European soccer. Yes. W- was that the first time you watched the U.S. men's team go against a, quote, power in Europe? And actually, not look like they were the weaker team. Like, like they weren't like, overwhelmed. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I know for the first half, the possession was in favor of England, but like sure. the Americans made plays and enforced England to respond to their right. movement, which is it was refreshing. It was like the first time I noticed that outside of like playing Mexico. Right. Like usually, you go against the European teams, and and the U.S. does not match right. up. So there's there's two ways to usually play, and like if the U.S. had to park the bus. Yeah. And just attack on the counter. And that's the way they had to play. But they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to park the bus and just play on the counter. They, they ended up possessing the ball a little bit more. They ended up moving the ball a little bit more. They ended up getting the ball back. And then putting it in a position where they can score a goal. They had the more dangerous chances, too. Right. By, more they dangerous had seven chances. corners. Yeah. I mean, like, that's incredible. Yeah. So good for them. That number was good. Uh, by the way, speaking of numbers, you hear what the Thanksgiving afternoon, the mid-afternoon game did? The Dallas Cowboys and the uh, New York I Giants? I did not hear what it did. 44 million people. 44 N- mil? NFL is king. Well, it always is, kid. You it's know Car- how it works. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Bring Carmen and Yurko with you at home or in your office. Just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Oh, I can't wait for crosstalks. Eight short minutes away. Waddle and Sylvie will be down. They're on two to six. Black is on tonight, six until eight. Let's go to Joe in Gray's Lake. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I, I'm a long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. I'd love to talk about the Bears with you guys. I've been looking forward to doing that one of these days. Talk about the Bears, did you say? What happened to Joe? You got snipped. I feel bad. Joe's first-time caller. talk about your uh, your barrel picks for, for your thing to coming up this Joe, Thursday. call back. I don't know yeah. what just happened. He wants to talk about our barrel pick and what made our different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. What did we do? We did about 12, was it? I think 10. 
I think 10? we tasted 10 barrels, I think. Maybe okay. it was 12. I, I think remember. it was 12 barrels because we had to make like seven selections. Maybe you're right. Right. So we had to have a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up getting a second pick. We played liar's poker, threw the dollar bill around. We ended up with the second pick. Mm. And we were well, pretty much reached consensus about two, three, three barrels that we really liked. Agreed. And if uh, any of these three barrels were here, this is the one we'd kind of choose. And that's what ended up happening. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And the one we had then afterwards to help validate, not that Carmen needs any validation, his taste buds and uh, <laughs> his ability to taste bourbon is, is second to none. Uh, the, they went and they asked the simple question, how many of you, if you could have, would have chosen this number, right. which was our barrel number? Yeah. And then he goes, the guys from Benny's, uh, Brett Pontani yeah. and, and Pat, uh, Joey and Pat yeah. and little Louie, all of them, um, they said, yeah, this was the best. This was yeah. the creme de la creme. Yeah. The cream of the crop. The cream of the crop, baby. By far. And it's not so, going to be available for long. So if you're going to be there, make sure you pick yourself up a case. The rest of them will be available probably up until the holidays. There you go. Yeah. Do your holiday shopping at Binnie's with us this Thursday. That's the point. Black and Abdallah will do the show live 6 to 8, and then we'll all be there. And when I say all of us, Cap, Hoodie, Waddle, Sylvie, as soon as they're off the air, they're going to hightail it over there. We'll be there. It's going to be a big station event. Anybody can come. You can taste all the different uh, barrels that we selected, and then you can buy them for yourself for holiday gifts. Do your other shopping, what other other you know wine spirits you're going to need for the holidays while you're at Benny's. But, yeah, these few picks that we did, few whiskey up in Evanston, um, they're all going to be on sale for the first time for the big event this coming Thursday, December 1st from 6 to 8. We are really looking forward to it. Big game for the U.S. tomorrow. We're going to be really distracted starting at 1 tomorrow. I think we should just cancel the show tomorrow, Mark. What do you think? We should just watch the game. You know, the office is having a party up. Not a party, but they're doing like a watch party upstairs. Are we invited? Yeah. yeah everyone's get the email. invited. Everybody's invited. Yeah. They're bringing in food and everything. Can we do the show yeah, what are we from doing the here? party as a, a live remote? Can we yeah. just do the show from upstairs tomorrow and like, yeah, bring in people as we're watching the game? I mean, we have the technology, right? Of course. We're a radio station. We could do a live remote from inside the station, right? That would be great. While the That's game happened is going before on. in the history of radio, right? I'm sure it has. How could it not? If the the U.S. needs a win to advance, though, correct? Yes. They cannot yes. draw. Correct. They need to win. They need to yeah. win. To advance. Iran. Yeah, against Iran. And there's a controversy over the weekend, and they have very much irritated the yes. Iranian football players. Yes, they have. There's a major controversy. Yes. By removing, um, what what was it? They removed the, is it the Islamic so it's symbol three color, off of yes, the flag? Yes. There's a three colors on the Iranian flag. Yeah. And there's a symbol in the middle. Right. And they took it off. And when they went and they, they put a view of the table, they took that center symbol off and it very much upset iran it upset the iranian people they called for them that, to be kicked out of the tournament and a 10-game suspension it was on the u.s website u.s right. soccer website u.s soccer yes. website the federation, right? the federation, the federation soccer, soccer federation. website removed yeah. the logo from the flag right and they quickly did they take that down at some point because of the blowback or no or did they leave it up uh, i believe they, they said it was they their taking it down protest to stand with uh, women who are fighting for more equal rights in iran by changing is, uh, the flag of another nation right Interesting. Um, I, I found it uh, to be uh, almost hysterically uh, ironic that FIFA apparently has like an ethics committee. Yeah, which That's is hilarious. stunning. Yeah, which is stunning. I mean, really? I don't know if you've seen the video. But, like we've reported uh, it to FIFA's ethics committee. I'm like, FIFA has the nerve to have an ethics committee? There's a That's video hilarious. that I've seen on both Twitter and Instagram of a guy that walks in front of Seth Blatter. This is when they were deciding mm. what they were going to do for the 2026 thing. And North Korea 
was actually a, comp- a, a country that was under consideration by Sepp Blatter to have it in North Korea. They- he goes up in front. He's got a stack. He's got two stacks of high society, right? Oh he puts God. one on the table, and he goes, Sepp Blatter, this is me. I'm representing the country of North Korea. We want to make sure that we get our payment to I you. And you it. see Sepp Blatter stand up, and he goes, hey. He goes, what is my security? Oh my security? God. What is my security? Is and he goes, this is the final payment. We're paid in full. And as a security, they they didn't, like, kill the guy. What right, they did yeah, was just yeah. kind of grab him. They realized he's not a threat. That's amazing. He throws the one stack of high society in the air, and it's just raining down upon him. That's and amazing. For North Korea. I'd like to, to see it. this video. Oh, it's classic. Uh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. It's just so so hilarious. FIFA has an ethics committee. Well, let Who me knew? tell you, the idiot they got in charge of FIFA is no better now. Yeah, it's awful. Trust me. I mean, awful. Yeah. Their whole, this whole thing, their, their opening ceremony thing, I thought the whole so thing this, was kind of shameful. The I mean, United like, States isn't going to get kicked out. They're not going to be suspended for 10 games. But you motivated an Iranian side. Yeah. You have motivated them. Okay, oh, yeah. You don't need to motivate them to play against America to begin with. But now you have truly motivated the Iranian side. Absolutely. So you don't need to make things tougher on you, but sometimes you do. Uh, when we come back, we're going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. See what the guys have uh, on tap for 2-6 to six to get you home today. Talk more about the Bears in Week 12 in the NFL and all the other fun stuff from the weekend. Sean Payton has the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Listen, Peterman, Simeon, um, Silverman, whoever's playing quarterback for the Bears, I like the Jets winning by seven. Uh, Whoa. Excellent.